Welcome to Fearless Feminine Leadership, the podcast where we help women become confident rock star leaders. I'm Mandy B. Anderson. And I'm Rachel Perman. We are your hosts, certified coaches, best-selling authors, and the co-founders of Raymond Team, a life and leadership coaching company for women. We know that most female leaders feel like they need more support so they can lead well. Our mission is to help you develop the confidence and wisdom required to weather all of the ups and downs that a leader faces day in and day out. Grab your coffee and let's talk about what it takes to be a fearless feminine leader with emotional strength and resilience. Hey, leaders and friends, welcome back to the show. Today, we are going to talk about why you need to forget about avoiding or preventing burnout and what you need to learn to do instead. So um, this training actually comes from directly, actually, from our She Gets Motivated Leadership Curriculum for Women, and it is principle number seven of our 35 leadership principles for women that we teach in our fearless feminine leadership curriculum and academy. And um, principle number seven of the She Gets Motivated curriculum is honor burnout. So Rachel, let's chat about that and why, why we're saying honor burnout instead of trying to avoid it or prevent it. Right. I actually think that the very first title for this principle was not honor burnout. I think it was avoid maybe burnout. And you were the one who's like, let's change this. And the reason that we kind of wanted to kind of wrap our brains around the idea that we're going to embrace it instead of avoid it is we've been teaching leaders how to better manage stress for like nearly a decade. Because even before we were our first company, you were a health coach. Mm -hmm. I was a life coach. I was also, you know, a counselor helping in um, church settings. So we were teaching people how to deal with stress long before we even got here. Like we've mm-hmm. been doing this for a long time. And because of that, the topic of burnout comes out, comes up all the time, which makes sense because burnout, like if you look it up, it is excessive or prolonged stress that eventually causes emotional, mental or physical exhaustion. So unchecked, it can lead to a mental health crisis and physical health problems. And I think for us too, because women unfortunately, report higher rates of burnout than men. We have to talk about this because avoiding or preventing burnout isn't working. Like that concept Mm -hmm. of just like, let's just avoid it. Let's just prevent it. Um, Because if burnout is caused by stress, which it is, then we're telling ourselves that if we avoid or prevent stress, we're not going to be burned out. But that's impossible, actually, to completely avoid stress. And we have to really learn to honor it by embracing it when it shows up. Like, Honoring it by knowing what stress looks like, mm-hmm. what it sounds like. If burnout is caused by stress and stress gives gives clues in our bodies, which totally does, you might be like, what? What are my stress clues? We're going to talk about it. The good news is then we can help identify it. And it's that identifying it piece, I think that is so important. And that's the opposite of the prevention piece or the mm-hmm. like, not even prevention, the like, let's just avoid it. Right. Because avoid to me is like, shut your eyes and pretend it doesn't exist. And how do you do that with stress? Right. Well, you can't. You can't. (laughs) You can't do that. Like you are not always in charge of what is happening in your life, which means stressful things will always come up, 
which means you need to know how to handle it when they do. And I think it's so fascinating because when you think about a lot of the leadership training out there, mm-hmm. it's all about what kind of systems you can put in in place to avoid or prevent something, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. Like yeah. how do you... Time management type right, things, right. Right. But sometimes you can have all of the best systems in place mm-hmm. and you're still stressed because you're not recognizing other patterns in your life right. that are causing the stress. Right. You're not recognizing your mindset. You're not recognizing or even admitting the, you know, toxic habits in your life or the toxic people in your life mm-hmm. or the health situations in your life or in your family's life. Like stress is not just connected to work. No. It's connected to every aspect. I mean, oxidative stress is something that say, you like, get just, just in, from just exercise. Being Right? Being a human, we get stress. We you- do. I mean, you get oxidative stress from exercising, which is good for you, right? Mm-hmm. Yes and no. Like you right. still, there's still stress on it your body. It causes the aging process you get, on your skin. It does. And you get oxidative stress from flying in yep. an airplane, like all these different things. The chemicals that we yeah. use cause stress on our bodies. Exactly. The electronics that we use cause stress in our bodies. Like The social media that we use. <laughs> Causes stress in our mind and our bodies. stress. So we can't just be like, okay, we're going to avoid it because it's just impossible. So we have to honor it. We have to admit that it's there and learn how to take care of it instead of being like, this isn't going to happen. We're going to just stop it in its tracks mm-hmm. and we're never going to get to burnout and life is just going to be great. So mm-hmm. then that's just, that's the toxic positivity part that we hate. Oh, completely. Right? Completely. So Mandy, have you ever like... How have you honored burnout by admitting that it's happening in the past or even currently? I don't know. Yeah. Is burnout happening currently? I, I, okay. Well, I can probably tell a story about currently, but I think my first experience with really confronting this mm-hmm. in my life started in 2009. Okay. And I was like 2009 to 2010, I was working with a coach in a lot of different events and group coaching environments. And I had ended up in the hospital just for a regular tune-up for cystic fibrosis, which happens. For me, it happens every four years Mm -hmm. has been my trend. I once went 11 years, but that was, I don't know what happened there and how that (laughs) happened. Maybe now it'll happen with, you know, being on Trikafta. But um, I was in the hospital and I was upset about it because, well, first of all, I never like being in the hospital. Right. I know how to handle it, but it's a reminder of of the fact that I have a disease. Right. And so I don't like it and it disrupts my life. And anybody who loves being in the hospital, we should probably have, you know, a counseling session because <laughs> what's up <laughs> with that? I was going to say, I don't but, know if anybody loves being right. in the hospital. I hope not. It's not a great experience. But the thing about this season of my life was that my coach really had a heart to heart with me in a group coaching session Mm -hmm. about how if I don't learn how to handle stress and how to rest, I will keep repeating that pattern more frequently than needed. Mm -hmm. And it was a real big eye opener for me because I'm an achiever. Like I think I I don't know the Enneagram that deep, but I'm a three (laughs) with I think I'm a three wing four if I'm using the right. I got three, four, nine were my top in order. And um, definitely, I'm an achiever. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to, after I check a goal off my list, I'm right on to the next one without even taking the time to revel in the glory of it. Right. 
Which can be right. totally that a is, sign that burnout is, yes, is, is coming happen. up. Yes. Or you're not honoring it. Right. Um, and so I was upset about that and nobody had ever stopped to teach me this. Mm -hmm. And so that entire season, like the next couple of years, that's where our leadership principle of the art of the pause and managing stress with the art of the pause comes from. Mm -hmm. And I think through the years, like I have gone through seasons where I, I do art of the pause really well. And then I think I went through this season where I'm like, I wrote the book on art of the pause. <laughs> Like literally, it's in my book. <laughs> she overcomes. We have a course on our site. We do. That this, goes we live deep into and breathe it. it. We live and breathe for it a long time. And so I probably got a little prideful, thinking I've got this. Mm -hmm. And I think most recently, like just over the last year, I've been really learning how to honor burnout in a new way. Yeah, and how to really recognize it. And I think right now. Like this summer, I've been really doing that, especially the last month where when the weather's nice and there's nothing pressing on my workload, mm -hmm. I give myself permission to say, hey, this doesn't have to be done today. It's not time sensitive. Nobody's waiting for me on it. It's not going to make or break what's happening with momentum in our company. Right. So go ahead and take the day off and enjoy being in the sunshine. Right. Go ahead and work half a day. Like I wake up and work really early in the morning. Mm -hmm. So by three o'clock, I'm done. Um, sometimes even by two. Right. And so I, I, and sometimes on the weekend, I get creative bursts. And so I let oh, myself, I do too. you know, yeah. do yeah. that for social media or graphic design or anything on my phone. And so learning to honor burnout in that way is kind of where I'm at right now, mm -hmm. I think. And just honoring the fact that, hey, what is my body telling me that I need? Yeah. What a great question to ask yourself. Right. To really honor burnout. It is. Because yeah. if you're noticing like, okay, if you're noticing that you have a visceral, like physical reaction to something and you have anger or stress in your body over certain topics or certain situations right. in your life. Frustration. Pay attention to yes, that. That's it's a signal. Honoring burnout is that. It means you're taking a moment to say, hey, wait a minute, that's odd. Why am I reacting or responding in this way physically? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, if something that uh, is going on in the world has been causing stress or stressful thoughts or stressful conversations. And then something changes with that. And all of a sudden you feel like you can, like you feel lighter and like mm -hmm. you can take a deep breath. Pay attention to that too, because that's teaching you something right. about your belief system, mm -hmm. really. Yep. And so that's kind of how I'm learning how to honor burnout right now. And I think the the entire idea of honoring burnout really is about okay you can't avoid it you can't prevent it mm -hmm. you can have habits to better handle it for sure which yes. is what the art of the pause is all about yes. but just because you are doing those habits that does not mean that you're going to be free of stress no. and i think that's <laughs> where the disconnect is on this yeah. topic yeah i agree and i think for me the first time i actually um i think i've just in the last maybe two years really learned what embracing burnout meant, even though we didn't exactly are honoring burnout meant, even though we didn't really use those words yet. Um, but I think for me over the last two years, learning how to let my parasympathetic nervous system, which is your like fight or flight mode, um, learning how to let that 
relax um, has been a huge part of honoring burnout for me because I lived a lot of my life with the fight or flight mode on at all times. Cortisol levels were high at all times. Like my body was constantly in stress and I definitely had a physical health crisis. I had an emotional health crisis. I had all the health crises. Mm -hmm. I had a relationship crisis. We went through a divorce um, because I had gone like decades where I was not paying attention to what the stress inside my home Mm -hmm. um, was doing to me physically and emotionally. And like 2017, 2018 was probably the time that I was like dealing with the effect of the burnout where I was like, I can't show up for friendships. I can't. I just can't. Like, I cannot. Mm-hmm. It's the time I learned to say no. Um, The time I learned to say boundary to set boundaries around people that were, you know, helpful, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but not. Um, But I think in the last two years, especially since my health has changed so much, learning to listen to my body and those clues that my body is giving me um, because it is talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your body is always talking to you. Um, but for me, I had to get that parasympathetic nervous system down first. Like I had to get that all right to be quiet. Well, I think anybody while. has right, to. Exactly. Like you cannot. So I have a ton of, of um, coping skills that I've learned over the years and people like I have a team of people that help me stay healthy and mm-hmm. help me stay grounded. Um, and I think that for me is honoring it. Like mm-hmm. it's it's acknowledging the fact that it's there. It's not acting like, you know, I'm superwoman and nothing mm-hmm. affects me. And I only had like one emotion. Um, so I think that for me is kind of been my journey of honoring burnout or getting to the point of avoiding to honoring. Right. And I think, too, like before you share yeah. some of these uh, like the short quiz that we're going to share for people. I think too, like that's the physical side of burnout. Mm-hmm. I I want to speak into the creative side of burnout Ooh, because yeah. entrepreneurs, leaders, anybody who has to, you know, be creative with sales techniques or marketing your business or um, creating content, right? Which is the world From we words find ourselves to visual. Yes, yes, any of that. Like when you are dry boned uh, in that department. That's burnout. Oh, my word. And one of the ways to honor that is like, first of all, I know for me, I had to really invest in my skills and work with a coach Mm. to start asking me different questions so that I could start thinking about what excited me again about what we do and like what really is our message here, right? (laughs) You know, and um, that was really important. But I think before I could even get to that point, I had to stop following certain people on mm. social media that would make me insecure or quite frankly piss me off because right. um they were saying similar stuff but in a way that was toxic positivity mm-hmm. right like yep. i'm all about making sure that we have healthy mindsets but part of the healthy mindset means you know how to realistically look at what's in front of you mm-hmm. and hope for something better and work for it at right. the same time. Oh, yeah. Not just sit there and say affirmations without work behind it. Mm-hmm. That's just dumb. <laughs> so like making sure you're doing the right type of work too. And I've had to like, I've had to go through seasons where I don't read books except for fiction. Like I've had to go through seasons where I'm not actively, you know, looking at people on social media who are in the same industry as me. And really like even giving myself 
permission to not journal, mm. which is hard because I'm I'm a major journaler. Like I live, I I keep track of my life right. by my journal, right? And um, I think that's something important too. Like there might be a season where you're not reading books or listening to podcasts. There might be a season where what's filling you up when you feel burnt out in instead of sitting there like getting adding to the stress by by being shameful mm-hmm. to yourself about what you're not doing. Yep. Instead, getting to this point where you're like, I'm giving myself the grace right now to listen to music instead, right. to go outside more often. Like, embra- find the joy yeah. and embrace the joy. I have yep. been literally on a fiction kick for nonfiction. What's where it's, where it's not real? Fiction. Fiction. There you go. <laughs> What's that called? Um, for like two years. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a rhyme or a reason. I just... Same. I just go to... And I loved the, I loved the library. I use book sale. And I just go and I base it on the cover. Mm-hmm. That's it. There And I think 99 times out of 100, I have finished and loved every single book that I've picked out. And these are yeah. old. Like in some of them, I love that they like... You know, the smell of old books. I love that they have people's names in them. And um, yeah, I've definitely found some authors that I like that I kind of look for. But this has been like my Mm -hmm. most fun project that I have done the last year. I have not read. I have not been able to complete a nonfiction book in probably two years. It's Yes. The last one I did was. I think was the Beth Moore book Mm -hmm. um, when she did Chasing Bites. Which 2020. Yeah. Um, And like literally right before uh-huh. Or right in the beginning of the pandemic is when I started reading that. And since then, I'm like, cool, I don't want to. Like, I still listen to podcasts. Yeah. I think that's one of the ways that I really do like mm-hmm. to learn um, and just keep my brain fresh. But I cannot with fiction. And I don't well, know when this is going to end. And I don't, I'm not. Yeah. And I'm in the same boat. I mean, I have read. So this is a little off topic, but not exactly. <laughs> I have read, um, I love young adult or fantasy fiction. Mm hmm. Um, so for anybody out there who knows who Sarah J. Moss is, she writes these fantasy books about fairies Mm -hmm. and it's, I just love them. They're amazing. And I have read like all of them that she has, even the young adult ones. Right. And one of them I've gone through twice already and I'm diving into another one again because I love, like I just finished Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh yeah. Not from her, but, um. And I loved that book, but I have a really hard time finding standalone books because I get so attached to my characters that I want to live with them for a while. See, I and I am purposely looking for standalone books because I spent so much of yes. my life in fiction talking about or fandoms, fandoms, yes. and I'm like, I just couldn't open my heart to another fandom yet. I mean, I we sound like we're five, we're like 15 year old. Well, but, but these are the things that keep the, me creative. Right, they keep. They give me joy and I like, yes. like, I think it keeps my brain creative mm-hmm. being around stories. Yes. So whether it's movies or books or whatever, like I need a good story. Yeah, And me I too. didn't realize that until probably I went mm-hmm. through the whole stage of like yes. losing literally everything. And, and I think I like the fiction, like the, the fantasy fiction, because sometimes the stories are still too close to real life. Mm. Right. Like I've read some really good ones. Um, and but they're also like, this could really happen. Right. Right. Like, yep. that, I don't think fairies are real. So <laughs> they probably won't happen. Right. Who knows? I could be wrong. But anyway, all of that to say, we actually add more stress on top of ourselves when we're burnt out, when we are sitting there 
telling ourselves, why aren't you doing this more? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you doing that more? I mean, this is coming from the woman who for years would read one nonfiction book a month. Like right. I went through, I don't know, 12, anywhere from 12 to 20 nonfiction books a year for a couple of years in a row, which is probably that why is I'm burnt out on it. Crazy amount. Crazy. Yeah. And I have three right now that I'm working on that I've been working on for a year mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Yep. Yep. I, I just have, slowly read I have them. them. I have a few sitting on my shelf that when I get to them, I will get to them. But um, there's not that shame anymore. Right. And there's nothing like shame and guilt to make more stress on your body. So let's talk a little bit about like some symptoms of stress, because sometimes, especially as women, we just think it's part of being busy, part of being a woman, part of being maybe a mother or somebody who has a career like we mm-hmm. had never wear just one hat. So we kind of just like have this idea that if we're not tired, we're not doing it right, which is so false. Like that is wrong right. information. So here's a quick quiz. Um, do you have any of the following? Number one, mental exhaustion. So all those things we just talked about. Number two, feeling unmotivated, especially if it was something they were easily motivated in in the past. Number three, critical or cynical thinking or behavior. Number four, increased irritation or irritability with customers, clients, or staff. You will notice on there that we do not say with your spouse or with your children because that doesn't necessarily mean excess stress. Can though. But definitely mm-hmm. in those areas of your life where you're not usually right. that frustrated. Um, I lost track. Maybe number five could be number six. Excessively using unhealthy coping mechanisms to make yourself feel better, such as food, alcohol, shopping, or binge watching Netflix. So the keyword there is excessively. And then finally, unexplained headaches, stomach aches, or bowel problems. So... If you found yourself saying yes to two or more of these symptoms, it's time to tackle the stress overload because your body is giving you signals. Dear female leader, we've got a few questions for you. So let's take a quick break from the episode and chat about it. Number one. Are you craving the nitty-gritty leadership training that cuts to the challenging issues that strong leaders face? The kind that develops women into mature, intelligent leaders that know how to balance those sensitive people issues with laser-focused skill building. Number two, do you dream of being the kind of leader who is listened to, valued, and trusted? A female leader respected for her emotional strength and resilience. If this resonates with you on any level, then run to the show notes to secure your spot in the next Fearless Feminine Leadership event. Inside this powerful training, we'll teach you how to know when the fear of not being respected is sabotaging your leadership with your team and in your business. The number one thing you do that undermines your leadership and causes people not to take you seriously as a leader and what to start doing instead. The secrets to being a fearless female leader and the characteristics you need to strengthen to start leading like a boss. We've learned what works and what doesn't when it comes to being fearless female leaders of teams and businesses. And we're sharing our secrets with you. Grab your spot today at the link in the show notes. Okay, now back to the show. 
So here are a few tips to embrace the burnout when you notice your body is giving you signals that your stress level is getting too high. And these like six or seven are just like barely touching the bar- like the bottom of the barrel of right. how many symptoms of stress. You can Google that. There right. are there's so many. There's a, there's a whole like I think it's stress.org. Um, there's a whole institute that just studies yes. Americans stress, like mm-hmm. a whole thing. So if you want to learn more, you can go and, and Google that because there's so many more. But this is this will get you started. Right. So the tips that we're sharing with you do come directly from our curriculum on this. However, whenever you work with us, whether it's in the academy or in, you know, our Rockstar Leader membership or even um you know, at a fearless feminine leadership experience when we're going through like specifically the She Gets Motivated content where this is taken from, Mm -hmm. we do dive really deep into it and we give you specific ways. We're actually skipping a couple of the tips. Completely. (laughs) We we give you like specific questions to help you identify Mm -hmm. it. But so this is just a snippet of that. So the first tip in helping you honor burnout when you notice that your body has any of those signals is to celebrate your victories. And this is one that I'm I totally working on. I honestly did not pick this for you to talk about on purpose. (laughs) We just talked about it. I don't do that well. (laughs) This is one that I have room for growth in. Um, We get get tunnel vision when it comes to our day-in and day-out tasks of our personal and professional lives. And this habit leads to burnout really quickly. So the solution is to learn to celebrate your victories, especially the small ones that could seem like failures, mm. right? This is so, so important. It is so important because you get what you focus on. Mm-hmm. So let, here's an example. So let's say you had a goal to sell 20 products mm-hmm. and you sell two. Right. In, in, like in a month, okay? A lot of people would feel like a failure and they would beat themselves up. Mm-hmm. And that adds to more burnout. So the goal here, when it comes to celebrating your victories, would be to celebrate those two sales. And in fact, start celebrating them every time you make one. Yes. Right? Yep. And this is going to keep you focused on the good and the stress won't start to compound as you wait for the other sales to come in. Mm-hmm. And this is why I think it's so important because, and especially if you're in network marketing, this gets really blown out of proportion because you <laughs> usually have some sort of like, a I don't know, a contest or something like if you sell this many this month, you get that. And some personalities really get driven by that. And then if they don't hit it, they are so hard on themselves. Mm -hmm. That is proof that you need to learn how to celebrate your victories. Right. Because the more that you celebrate, the more you are opening up your mindset and and telling your creator or the universe or however you see it that you're ready for more. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you're like, yay, one down, 19 to go, then (laughs) then it's kind of like, okay, but you're not even thankful for the one. Mm -hmm. So let's work on that. Right. Yep. Right. And that I definitely struggle with that from time to time. There's times where I do this well and other times where I don't. And the times where I don't is when I'm not honoring burnout. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So. I I just totally (laughs) like my tongue just went rogue in my mouth. Okay. So tip number two is to set work hours. Okay. Now listen, this is for both the person who is an entrepreneur and the person who has a nine to five job. Okay. Mm -hmm. So keep, do not tune out. 
because you have got to set business hours. Too many of us that are business owners and entrepreneurs definitely struggle with this. Um, or they do it too sporadically to see any progress. Like it does not become a habit or they do it for like a couple of days and they're like, this sucks. It's not going to work. Um, and you have to know there's no right amount of time to work. There's no like magic consistency work hours. Like, especially if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner, this is where we can get stuck. Cause we're like, mm-hmm. we should be working, you know, whatever time we're supposed to be working at, whether that's nine to five or, you know, whatever that is. And if it doesn't work, we're like, okay, we'll throw the whole thing out. This isn't going to work. Or we work literally all the time because nobody is there to set a boundary but us. Mm -hmm. So, but once those hours in your life are set and they're adhered to, you can create better boundaries around your life and your business, thereby eliminating unnecessary stress, overwhelm, and chaos for both you and your family. Like everybody Mm -hmm. benefits when an entrepreneur has work hours, including your team. Like there needs to be boundaries around when you work, when you don't work and learning how to honor that helps you honor burnout. And for you guys that are working um, full-time or part-time or you're working like a business and and a side hustle, make sure you have boundaries around that work time and that personal time so that you don't mix together because I've seen this many times with with clients too, where they'll answer, they have a nine to five type job. They'll answer emails though at one o'clock in the morning because Mm -hmm. they're awake or they'll answer emails, you know, whatever. Um, That's not necessarily a terrible habit because if that's a time, if you're a creative person and you're up at one o'clock, however, that does set a boundary that your people can reach you at any time Mm -hmm. and making sure that you have clear boundaries about around what is work time and what is personal time is really going to help you keep that stress down mm-hmm. because you're not just constantly going like your brain needs time to transfer from right. one thing to another. Well, and what happens when that when people are doing that is it causes the people that you're replying to at 1 a.m. to disrespect you. Oh, totally. Because now it they think that you're a, right. available all the time, yep. which is going to burn you out. And if you need to do that creative stuff, answer it like write up the email when you're yep. thinking about it and either save it as a draft, schedule it to go out at a certain time. You can schedule it. Yeah. There's all kinds There's of ways kinds to make this, this, this or, easier. Or type it up in a notes app in your yep. phone and then just copy and paste it when you're ready to reply. Right. Because just because the reply came to your head right away does not mean you actually have to answer. Right. You right don't have away. to hit send. No, <laughs> you absolutely do not. And it'll actually make you more focused and productive if you can focus on work tasks at work mm-hmm. and personal tasks on personal time. And this is for both entrepreneurs and you know, our career girls that are doing a nine to five type job, um, leaving work at the office. Do not take your work home if you don't need to. If you are not paid overtime to work overtime, stop doing, that. Stop doing it like for real. Stop doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's how you're going to honor burnout when it comes to setting those work hours is it's going to create boundaries for you and for everybody around you. And that automatically leads to less stress. Mm-hmm. Okay. And before I share the third tip, let's talk about this for a second. Okay. Because if you are taking your home, your work home with you and you mm-hmm. don't work overtime, then what that, that is doing that's is... another issue. Like that is a whole other respect issue mm-hmm. that goes both ways. It's Absolutely. causing your employer to not respect your time, but it's also you not respecting your employer because you're not giving them a realistic look Yep. And a realistic view on what it takes to do your job. Right. Because now they think that they can fit 
so much in a certain amount of time that's just not even possible. Right, exactly. So give them a realistic look at what it takes to do the job and either hire another person or ask for a raise yeah. or ask for overtime. Ask for overtime. Like, do not like, take your stuff home right. and work for free. We've got to stop expecting... If you're going to do that, you might as well be an entrepreneur. Exactly. <laughs> I, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we've got to stop expecting at that that employees can just get stuff done, but not be getting paid for it and not mm-hmm. respecting their personal time. Yeah. If you are a CEO, if you are mm-hmm. an employer, if you are a business owner, whether you are a small business or a Fortune 500 company, you have got to treat your people better. Like mm-hmm. setting business hours, setting work hours. Um, if you as a team leader mm-hmm. makes that a priority for yourself and for your team, you're going to have a much healthier team absolutely on the job and outside of the job and that's only a benefit for everybody okay so the final tip today for honoring burnout is to get some rest and rest may not necessarily mean like sleeping it can also mean fun yes however sleep is crucial for stress management without rest we actually become more fearful we become anxious worried we become walking zombies who can't think straight. Mm-mm. You like you just can't. Our mindsets plummet and we can't think critically or solve problems anymore when we are no, really tired. Oh, completely. Literal, literal baby toddlers mm-hmm. walking around in adult skin. <laughs> Fear and fatigue go hand in hand. And fatigue is real. It causes you to be short tempered. It causes you to be impatient and mean. And it can cause you to do things that in your right mind you would never do. Like in your rested mind, yes, you would never sure. do. Um, I know rest feels impossible. And I know this because I hear it from every single woman. Like when we teach them the art of the pause as a method to honor burnout and and like manage stress, the one thing they say is, well, I can't get more sleep. Oh, I, know. I just this, can't do it. They are full of excuses. They are so far this full one. of excuses. And your excuses are lying to you. You can do anything you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. And the most important thing when you're feeling burnt out is to get some rest. So schedule rest time into your week. That's why the work hours are a must. Um, Schedule it so it becomes a priority. And if you want a bonus step, that's where you can add some fun to your schedule along with your rest. Mm -hmm. And if you're the type of person where you're like, well, my personality doesn't allow me to be so structured. Okay, I'm going to call BS on all of that. Give yourself permission to have blocks of time in your week right. where you're not structured. We're not saying get your calendar out and from 8 a.m. until right. 8 p.m. Like, every single 30 minutes, you have something on there. That sounds Right. That sounds horrifying. stupid. Um, some like some people can't do that. Other people, they can't, they have to live that way. Yep. So there's a medium ground where, or like a middle ground where you can be structured. You can have your work hours. You can you know, schedule rest and fun and time blocking, still leave amazing for that. Like, still leave time for like whatever you want to do. So, not every minute, not every second, not every hour is like put somewhere on purpose because that makes some people go crazy. <laughs> um, so, the fact is, when it comes to fun, is you're probably fun starved and sleep deprived. And that's a dangerous combination for a woman who wants to be a fearless leader. That like you need both. And also like, oh, gosh, I have been there many times. Mm-hmm. So, Same. all right, let's wrap this up because this has been a longer episode. Probably, I'm assuming I don't know how long this has gone on, but 
Um, let's wrap this up by saying that burnout is common. So it does not have to cause emotional, mental and physical health problems before you can honor it. If you recognize it early, if you know what your body's trying to tell you, um, when you're aware of what stress looks like, feels like and sounds like in your body, you can embrace the truth that burnout is happening and do something about it. That is literally what honoring it is, making sure that you know it's there and you can do something about it. Your choice to embrace burnout instead of ignoring it equips you to be that fearless feminine leader. And if you need more help with this, we want you to run to the show notes to join us in the next Fearless Feminine Leadership event. And we will see you on the next episode. Hey, female leader, we talked about this in the episode. Registration is now open for the next Fearless Feminine Leadership event. This powerful training is your chance to overcome your fear of seeming like a bitch and not being respected as a woman in leadership. This is the Rama Team foundational method that we teach our clients who feel like you crave the nitty gritty leadership training that cuts to the challenging issues that strong leaders face. You dream of being the kind of leader who is listened to, valued, and trusted. And you want to lead your team well without sacrificing your health, family, or the hobbies that bring you joy and fulfillment. We're going to teach you how to do all of this and more in the Fearless Feminine Leadership event. The registration link is in the show notes. So run and grab your spot today. And we'll see you on the next episode.